welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you doing on the other side? Uh, it's getting pretty nuts over here, I'm not gonna lie. Um, mm-hmm. Just everything's kicking off. Uh, I've had to take a, uh, a spot on what's called Amazon Flex, where you basically turn into an Amazon delivery service for produce and things like that, just to have some kind of an income, because... Nobody's hiring, everybody's shut down, you know, zombie yeah. apocalypse without the zombies. Yeah, yeah. By the way, on, but what I meant by the other side, which is other side of the pond, I should probably have said that instead, because uh, obviously yeah. you're, you're in the US, I'm in the UK. So just to clarify what I actually meant, uh, but I think some people might have known that. Um, yeah, I'm doing well, okay. Well, I, I hope people oh. think, I hope people don't think this was like some weird elaborate accent that I'm trying to pull off and I'm actually <laughs> in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just thought I'd explain my own comment. So, um, yeah, I've been doing okay. Doing, I feel like I've been doing nothing but uh, podcasting for the last two days because we've had so much stuff come out. Uh, I'm basically trying something new. I'll explain it in the housekeeping section. Uh, got more stuff tomorrow, and then uh, just gonna. I'm going to spend a lot of the day Friday just promoting a lot of this stuff. So, uh, yeah, there's a bit of an insider, uh, inside baseball, inside knowledge kind of thing. Well, not inside knowledge, just a bit of uh, yeah, talking about that stuff. So. Other than what we've both been doing, uh, what have you been playing? Uh, well, the latest patch, um, not patch, uh, content update for uh, Division 2 came out. This is part of their uh, long-standing uh, rollout. They're having like targeted bounties every other week, and uh, I've been doing a little bit of that. Been doing a little bit more uh, State of Decay 2. Uh, nothing else to do, really. Uh, no game that I am interested in has come out. I've uh, been playing a bit of uh, Twin Breakers. I'm still trying to get in the ha- in the uh, hang of that. So, but uh, I did get to the point where the paddles are going in the different directions. Uh, I did notice a weird glitch. I don't know if it's just me or what, but in that game, if you press the X button, the uh, right analog stick paddle moves in one direction. Okay. Have you noticed that at all, or no? I don't recall pressing X. But you gotta press X to launch the ball initially. So. Yeah, yeah, that's the only time I like recall really pressing it that much. Um, how how are you getting on with the four paddles thing? I haven't gotten to the four paddles yet. I'm still at two. Oh, okay. How are you getting on with that? Uh, it takes a little bit getting used to. So <laughs> just wait till you get to four. It uh, someone someone tweeted to Colin and said, "Oh, the game's great and all that, but the four paddles is breaking my brain," uh, and that's kind of how I feel as well. So I tried jumping into it the other day. I was in a little bit of a bad mood, so it probably wasn't the greatest of ideas. Um, but uh, I tried jumping into that, and after like two minutes, I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not in the right headspace to to kind of do this." But uh, it's a good game. It's you know really really challenging and stuff. It's, like surprisingly challenging. But it's mainly because you it's it's just the idea of keeping your eye on four different paddles, and then not even just the fact of keeping an eye on them. It's like okay using them to actually make the ball go somewhere useful instead of just like batting instead of just hitting the thing away to actually make it go and actually hit one of the little bricks uh i'm I'm finding kind of kind of challenging but i've I've taken a little bit of a break from it because i've been doing uh some other stuff but i will i will still finish it and probably review it as well uh i should probably send my reviews to colin on twitter once i um get around to doing that because he, he kind of said you know obviously obviously people are going to do let's plays and videos and, and whatnot on it so uh yeah i should probably send him that once i've uh done that obviously i've got to actually finish the game first as well so there we go anything else been playing uh no not really I haven't really been in the greatest headspace to play games i mean granted i've got nothing else to do but mm-hmm. i just can't yeah yeah it's a bit difficult at the moment um yeah so i finished uh moss Last week, um, I can't remember. Did I say that I finished it on last week's podcast? I'm only mentioning it again because the uh, what I meant to say is the uh, review is out, so you can go listen to that if you want to hear a little bit more about it. But uh, great game, really enjoyed it, really good stuff. Uh, but you can check uh, that out. I honestly don't remember. I I mentioned <laughs> that I saw some of the let's plays on the YouTube channel, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah, I just want to make a bit of a comment about that. I'm finding it weird how you're finding the let's plays, but are you you're finding the podcasts? No, it's on the YouTube channel. It just shows. Yeah. No, no, I mean, Master. like, do you see the podcast in other other places? Because obviously, they don't really go on on YouTube. Uh, I haven't the podcast. No, I haven't seen them in other places. But then again, I only have one uh, 
podcast app that I listen to, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not subs- <clears throat> I'm not subscribed to them. So okay, all right. Uh, but I just wondered about that. Um, but yeah, review for Moss is uh, is out there, so uh, you can check that out as well, as well if you want to. Um, it's you know pretty much spoil. It's basically is spoiler free, uh, so you can go and check that out. I, I only if one of the things I always set out, if I'm going to do a review and it's only spoilers, like it doesn't even start with a spoiler-free section, I put spoilers in capital letters. Uh, if any other review on the site, other than the individual, you know, Walking Dead shows and all that sort of stuff, if they, if it doesn't say spoilers in it, then it's 90, I'm 99% sure that I always start with a spoiler-free section, because that's just how I do things. So, uh, that's out there. Um, played some Call of Duty today, uh, in between the break of recording, um, Walking Dead and Westworld because there's about a 45 minute break in between that or so uh, in in between recording those two um, I was doing you know my, my usual, usual cyber attack uh, none of my friends were online e- either they were either they were online not online or they were already in games or whatever so I couldn't really uh, join up with anybody and I, I don't expect anybody to like leave mid game just so they can kind of join up with me and that sort of thing um, but uh, I got these this couple of sniper kills and um this guy was like, oh, you're a little, like, so-and-so or whatever. And I was like, wait a minute, what what team is this guy on? Because I didn't recognize his username. He was on my team. And then he comes over to me, like, his character comes over to me in the next round and starts, like, interfering with me and stuff. And I've, I've, I had my mic on and that. I was like, what, what the hell did I do wrong? Because um, I had no idea. And obviously it wasn't, it wasn't, this wasn't, like, someone from the other team moaning because I killed them. Because this is someone on my own team. And he's like, oh, you, you stole my kill in the last round. I was like, you realise this, this is a team game mode. We're not, like, competing for kills. We're trying to help each other to win the round. That doesn't make... Your argument doesn't make sense. Because, um, like, what about if he'd have failed to get his kill... He got killed, then I got killed or something. You know, then it would have been a worse situation. But, um, yeah, because he was basically... You can do these, like, finishing move kind of things. Not to make it sound like a wrestling game or something. But, um, basically, if you go up behind someone and you're stealthy enough... I've never actually done one of them myself. And you press a certain button, you can do, like, this animated... Like, you, you turn the person around and, like, shoot them in the head or something like that. And uh, he was like, oh, I was going to do one of my... Um, finishing moves on this guy and you killed him and I was like look I didn't even see you when you when when I got the kill so yeah not really sure about that um maybe it wasn't even me that killed the person maybe it was uh somebody else but I'm not really sure uh but anyway we we still won the match anyway I still got some good kills and stuff and uh I'll probably never see him again anyway so unless I happen to it's, it's very very rare that you actually unless you know you're in a party with someone and you're joined up with them it's very very rare that you actually see the same players twice uh there's only a few times that's actually happened but uh yeah still going well still getting some wins still getting some frustrating stuff that's happening but uh it's going pretty well overall so um there's that uh what was the other thing that i've played uh continued more with my um pro evolution soccer 2020 coach mode um i've got about eight games left in the season um i was doing really really well and then lost to liverpool so that was annoying uh i was like two points behind man city to like win the league i can still win it but i'm I'm running out of games and stuff, so uh, we shall see. Still in the Champions League, still in the... Uh, interesting thing about Pro Evolution Soccer, right? Because the two, let's just say, side cups, if you want to call them that, for England, are the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup. Those are the two other British club uh, competitions that you come in. The other one's obviously the uh, Premier League, which is the main league. On uh, Pro Evolution Soccer, they have one cup, and it's just called the English Cup. So I'm guessing they probably haven't even got the... I mean, it's weird that they haven't even said, like, English Cup 2 or something and had the two different ones. So there's only one English Cup, um, and I've got, like, very little left of the season. So it's not as if the competition hasn't even started yet. It, it would have started at this point. Um, but they've just got one competition that says English Cup, and that's... I guess it's supposed to be an FA Cup or something? I don't really know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm guessing they haven't probably got the license for that sort of thing. Although, even years before, when, uh, FIFA didn't have the license for, like, the Carabao Cup and stuff, they used to just call it the Carling Cup or, or something else. Um, and even when FIFA didn't have the Champions League rights, they just called it the Champions Cup. So, um, they've sort of just taken a trophy away on the game. But, uh, it's, it's going well. There's still some weird stuff happening with certain players, like, where they should be running through on goal and they decide to turn around and pass it. Like, doesn't make sense, but uh, it's still good. I'm still enjoying it. Um, Resident Evil 3 comes out in... Yeah, on Friday, doesn't it? On the uh, 3rd of April. Uh, I have got one rental slot. I don't know if I'm going to get sent the game. I think because of 
everything that's happening in, in the world that delivery is a little, little, little bit slower which I, I'm not complaining I can deal with it you know uh, I'm just kind of explaining what I think is is happening because they've they've noticeably gotten a lot slower with receiving and even when they've sent games to me they've taken a little bit longer to arrive so I think it's probably to do with you know what's going on in the world at the moment but uh, hopefully I get sent a copy that would be cool of uh, Resident Evil 7 uh, Resident Evil 2 remake sorry because uh, other than that I've just got a uh, Call of Duty and the uh, Pez 2020 coach mode. So there we go. But I've got just loads of TV to watch as well. So even if I run out of stuff to play, I've still got loads of stuff. Uh, I just subscribed to um, I don't know if it's different in the US or whatever. Stars Play in um, the UK. It's probably got some different shows and stuff like that on it. But um, you you they've got a Stars Play in America, haven't they? Something or like Star yeah, it's something. just. Yeah, it's just called Stars. It's basically their equivalent of like an HBO or Cinemax or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably got different shows and things like that on it over here. But um, yeah, they just had this deal which just just expired, which was one pound for uh, three months. So I thought I'd grab that. Plus, I'm going to do a uh, add that to the streaming service reviews. So there we go. Uh, let's get into some uh, housekeeping. We'll see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today. Just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Koalu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Koalu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. All right, recently on Entertainment Talk, let me go to the top of the website. Um, we've got, let's see here, um, I'm just scrolling down, The Walking Dead, uh, UK, actually I haven't refreshed the page, Westworld Podcast is also out as well, uh, Westworld and Walking Dead Podcasts are out for today, so you can go and look at those, those are for Westworld Season 3, Episode 3, and for The Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 14, um, the, and as we know from last week, uh, even though Walking Dead has got 16 episodes for the season, they haven't managed to film that will complete production on the 16th episode. So there's only one more left for now, and then we'll come back at some point, uh, when this thing clears up or whatever for episode 16. But, uh, yeah, season 10, episode 14 for Walking Dead, and, uh, 303 for Westworld. Uh, started a new, um, uh, che- debuted, debuted a new uh, kind of change in, in format for uh, separate reviews for, for video game TV show and film reviews. This won't change the show dedicated podcast so things like Better Cross All, Walking Dead Westworld, DC shows, all those sorts of ones uh, so it won't fe- affect any of that uh, but basically, it, basically, it's a skip and don't skip. Sorry, skip or don't skip uh, kind of selection. Obviously, you know, if I'm putting skip for something, it means I don't recommend you watch it or play it, and that's part of the review. If I put don't skip, it means you know you shouldn't skip this game, TV show, or film, and it's more of a recommendation. So a don't skip selection is Moss on PSVR, which I just talked about for my review. You can go and check that out. It's a fairly short one, not ton to talk about, but I uh, still wanted to do a review for that. Uh, that's on PSVR, of course, and certain PC platforms. I think Valve or Oculus or something. It's on those as well. Uh, don't skip uh, Dare Me Season 1, which is the uh, cheerleader show, which I talked about last week on a TV Talk with you and um, and Bex. Uh, did the Season 1 review for that. That should be... It's either on Hulu or the USA Network for uh, the US, and it's on Netflix internationally, so check that out if you want to. Uh, the first of these skip selections is Titan Season 2, which I've also given a subheading for uh, no structure, because the season doesn't have... 
any structure. Uh, so that's that for Titan Season 2. That's the first of these skip selections. Uh, don't skip the uh, Kingdom Season 2, which I also talked about last week on TV Talk, just kind of briefly. Um, that's, my, of course, my review for Season 2. That's a Netflix original, so you should be able to find that on Netflix. Uh, another don't skip is uh, I Am Not Okay With This, which came out a little bit of time ago. It uh, took me a little bit of time to get around review- reviewing it, but um, that's also a Netflix original, also in its first season, and is a don't skip, so check that out as well. Uh, streaming service reviews continued this week with um, uh, Disney+, Plus, which came out last week, of course. I spent a week with the app and then reviewed it and uh, talked about both content-wise and the app, you know, how well it runs and how it's laid out and my thoughts on that sort of thing. Um, so there's that. That's for Disney+. Plus. It's, of course, out now in the UK if you want to go and check out, you know, all the stuff that's on there. Let's Play Sundays for Crash Team Racing, continuing with some of the uh, Grand Prix I did. Uh, Better Call Soul Season 5 Episode 6 was last week. Uh, me and David are going to be covering Season 5 Episode 7 tomorrow, so look out for that for Better Call Soul. Uh, and that's pretty much what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org. And on podcast platforms, let's move into some news. Um, so I'm going to go first this week, have a little bit of a change. Uh, sometimes I'll go first, sometimes you go first, but I'll go first this week. Uh, this hasn't been completely confirmed, so obviously we don't, we talk sometimes about rumours, we don't talk about, like, clickbait and stuff, but, uh, obviously we talked about, you know, the Silent Hill stuff that was rumoured and all that sort of thing. Uh, this has been reported, though, by multiple verified kind of sources, people like Eurogamer and, and, and a bunch of others as well. And it looks like Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine are getting remasters for the Nintendo Switch. That's all I've kind of heard at the moment. Um, but there were even like other people, other separate sort of journalists and that, that are like, yeah, this is happening. So um, I can only believe that from verified sources and those were verified sources. So um, yeah, what do you think of uh, the old, some of the old Mario games uh, making a return to Switch? Uh, moving them to the Switch, I don't mind, but... You know, it's one of those things that it's their property. I'm honestly shocked it's taken this long for them to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, let's be honest, with uh, Nintendo and their first-party titles, they got Smash, they got Mario, they got Zelda. That's it. And that's more than enough for 90% of what they do. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things that, um, you know, they they could have been doing this a while ago. They probably should have been doing this a while ago, but they're not, so... Mm-hmm. Do you think this is to do with, like, hey, people are isolating and let's give them more games to play? Because clearly they've been developing this then and they've never they never said anything about it until now. So I wonder, I wonder if, because just like what, what we're going to talk about in a minute with uh, Call of Duty, it seems like at the moment that this is a time where both for TV, films and games, a lot of companies are going, okay, let's try and get as much stuff available to people in their homes so that they can, you know, consume our products and that sort of thing, because lots of people are at home in that. Do you think that that's maybe why this has been pushed forward a little bit? Uh, possibly, yeah. I mean, that would make the most sense. But then again, Nintendo's never really done remastered in the technical sense. I mean, the Mario games, like if you look at Mario Brothers and then Super Mario Brothers and then 64 and all that, they did basically new er games. Mm-hmm. They didn't really do any kind of like a remaster or anything like that, so... yeah. Plus, like, you know, kids are off from schools because they've been closed and that, and, you know, this is family-friendly stuff, and that kind of maybe adds to, to that sort of same thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm looking forward to possibly playing these and that. I did have, um, I'm not sure if I've actually told this story before. I remember when I was a lot younger, you know, some people still say I'm very young, which I guess I am, uh, but uh, I remember when I was, you know, a lot, lot younger than, than what I am now. And uh, for Christmas once, I got, you know those old, like, grey, fat um, TVs, the, the, the old TVs? Um, I, yeah, the I, CRT I, TVs. Yeah, with the big, like, black, fat scart lead and all that. Uh, I got given one of those, obviously, so I had something to play the game on. And then I was given a uh, Nintendo GameCube and Super Mario Sunshine itself. Um, but first I opened, because we had a PS2 at that point, and I was playing various different things on the PS2. 
and uh, I remember opening it first, and there was like you know this fake confusion from my parents of like, oh, we didn't know that you know you couldn't play that on your PlayStation, and now oh, we'll have to send it back and get you something. And then of course, five ten minutes later, I open a Nintendo GameCube, uh, and then they're like, yeah, you can look look Matt, you can play it in that or whatever it was. I don't remember exactly what happened. It was years ago at this point, but uh, yeah, that's kind of my memories from uh, that game. I never finished it. I did jump back into it. A couple of years ago, maybe last year or something, just to sort of see what it was like. And a lot of people said it's all, um, you know, it's it, one of Mario's best games and stuff. Uh, when I going going back to that game and like using the GameCube and stuff, just wasn't like clicking sort of thing. So I think a remaster on Switch would kind of do that justice. So because uh, that that was back when I like you you know when you're younger and you don't like play games properly, you don't really finish games and you just kind of mess around. Uh, I, I remember just like messing around on. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine. So, uh, have you? Did you play like the previous game on GameCube or, or anything like that? I never had a GameCube. The mm-hmm. my my younger cousins had them, so I've played them a couple of times. But the controller was just not usable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. So, what about uh, Mario sixty four? Uh, played a little bit of it. I gotta say, I'm I know I'm in the minority of this, but the. Uh, Nintendo 64 controller might be the worst controller ever invented. It was horrible. Okay. Right, I'll have to look up a uh, picture of that. I don't quite remember. I've, I'm, I've probably seen that controller before, but it's not coming to mind. So Just think of a, a stabby, pointy letter M with a giant knob in the dead center of it. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you, yeah. That's, yeah. I wouldn't like to use that. I've always kind of wondered, practically, how that works. And it, I never quite got to the idea of it actually working practically so uh, now that you've said about how awkward it was uh that kind of confirms what i was thinking so uh yeah i, I know i know which, i know which controller you're kind of it, it's got like the, the longer middle bit hasn't it because that's where the analog stick is uh mm-hmm. is on and all that so yeah not one of the, not one of the best controllers made uh but yeah that's going to be coming to switch soon i don't remember seeing a date or whatever um but we shall see um other things that have been happening and have already happened, apparently. Um, there's a few people talking about this in the Call of Duty game chat, and I was a bit surprised. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is getting a campaign-only remaster. Uh, I haven't seen any physical editions available for this yet. It sort of seems like something that just got dropped on uh, PSN. And when when I log into you know 2020s, uh, sorry, 2019s. Uh, Modern Warfare, it gives me a little message, probably like to, to guide me to the store to, to buy it or whatever, which, you know, makes sense. They want to advertise the Call of Duty game on the Call of Duty game, which I'm already playing. So, um, yeah, it, interested to see that, because they did this before with the first Modern Warfare, didn't they? When they did Advanced Warfare, Infinite Warfare, did they, they did like a double pack or something, didn't they? Uh, mm-hmm. for, for, for one of them games, and then they included uh, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare Remastered, the 2007 game, I want to say. Um, but yeah, this is campaign only, so it won't have any of the multiplayer stuff added. Uh, of course, they have been slowly adding some maps from the old Call of Duty games to the 2019 Modern Warfare, so I guess that makes some sense. Um, but any thoughts on this, them doing campaign kind of only and not doing multiplayer? Um, what do you think? Ah, I mean, it's entirely their right to do that. I mean, yeah, sure. I've, I'm not, I've always said that I'm not a big first-person shooter guy because I'm not that good at it. I will fully admit <laughs> my lack of skill in that. But it's a very popular, you know, it's a popular uh, genre. It's yeah. no denying, that, you know, that it's uh, got its influences and its effects. So, you know, if they, if they think they can uh, get, you know, some... Uh, uh, Fan support and fan loyalty out of doing like this, you know, more power to them, really. Yeah, yeah. This kind of seems like another sort of, okay, people are at home, let's just release this. Because um, literally, like a couple of days ago, I was talking to, you know, some people in game chat and they're like, oh, I think they're remastering Modern Warfare 2. And I was like, wait, really? Um, and then, like, the next day, they were like, uh, some of the same people I was playing with, some other different people as well, like, oh, the Modern Warfare 2 remasters on the store. I was like, oh, that was like quick it just sort of seemed to be news for a day or two and then it, it came out so again you know another game that seems to have been silently getting remastered and then gets a kind of quick release so or a, a very kind of fast release so um i think what they what they may be trying to do because they've just released warzone which has been quite successful and obviously people are still playing the main multiplayer people like me i wonder if this is like okay we don't really need the multiplayer side of things because people are playing warzone and they're already busy with 
the multiplayer side of our current game maybe uh, I mean there's no harm in like adding the multiplayer and maybe if if interest drops in Warzone or something I guess they could also release uh, a remastered version of the two uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer again it depends if they've actually been working on that or just the campaign because obviously if the thing hasn't been made then then they're not going to release that side of the game but um it, it makes sense in certain ways uh I, I mean to me in terms of the story side of call of duty the original modern warfare series has probably got the best story of all the call of duty games i mean black ops is good it's fine infinite warfare advanced warfare i don't even remember them at all um black ops had some had some decent stuff um the world war campaign was apparently um, fairly good, but um, yeah, the Modern Warfare uh, games have probably had the best uh, story out of all those games. So we shall see how that goes down in the among the community and whatnot. So uh, speaking of some Call of Duty stuff, there was um, a little photo that was dropped. I think IGN posted this a uh, couple of days ago. There was a part. There's a part of um, the Warzone map, which is one big map. There's different sections to it, but it's one big kind of a battle royale map um one of the parts of that map is from uh, chernobyl of course chernobyl the incident from several years ago i can't remember exactly which year but uh, of course they did the hbo series on it uh, did you ever manage i know you haven't got hbo but it, did it drop in like anywhere else or did you ever manage to see chernobyl no i'm sure at some point there'll be another like free weekend for hbo they they mm-hmm. do that and showtime does free weekends every now and then yeah. So I'm sure at some point I'll maybe see it, but nothing right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, a certain location from there is pretty much the same as the uh, Warzone map for Call of Duty. Uh, what do you think of them kind of having this same location in there? It's no big deal. I mean, it's it's a location. I mean, it's not like they uh, you could have done it anywhere. So. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's, I guess, kind of fun to have in there as well. Um, so yeah, that's just a little, this is a little something I wanted to put in this week as well. Um, one other big piece of news which came out earlier today, uh, is Bethesda, of course, you know, E3's cancelled, you know, what's going on in the world and all that. We, we knew that a few weeks ago and everyone's going to be changing to digital events on YouTube and Twitch and whatnot. Uh, Bethesda's apparently completely dropped out of E3. They won't be doing anything. Uh, IGN reported this earlier today and I got the news obviously from there. Um, so... Yeah, like we don't know when they're going to talk about their games next. Uh, in fact, we do have an email, which will probably tie right into this. Uh, Martin says, with Bethesda dropping out of E3, uh, when do you think uh, they will talk about certain games next? Um, I mean, so what have they got? They've got uh, Starfield and Elder Scrolls, I want to say 6? 5? 6? Which is the next one? Uh, 6. 6, yeah. The next Elder Scrolls game to, to come out. Those are the two big ones that are in development. Uh, of course, Doom Eternal's already come out. Fallout is currently chugging along with uh, 76. Um, they're doing the Wastelanders thing or whatever. I can't remember the release date for that. I think it's April something, is it? It's been pushed back again, but I forget exactly when because, let's be honest, 76 is on its last leg. They have to get yeah. Wastelanders yeah. perfect, like 100% perfect. Yeah. So, or just uh, write the whole project off, one yeah, or two. Yeah, and just focus development on other things. Uh, but yeah, Doom Eternal's come out to some cre- pretty uh, high critical praise and all that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, what do you think of Bethesda dropping out of E3? Just deciding to not do something? Uh, it's not a big deal. I mean, when you think about it, um, Fallout 4 was their first ever E3 conference. And they don't have to have a conference every single year. Most of like, the big ones, like Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, places like that. They generally have enough in the pipeline to go every year, but Bethesda technically doesn't have to do one every year. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, when do you think they might talk next about, well, anything really, like their their games? Really, it's impossible to know. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, they could they could always you know upload trailers to YouTube or do something else a, a YouTube live stream or something. So. Uh, but I, I, this isn't me like, okay, let's continue hating Bethesda. I, if you would ask me like, okay, who is my least, the, the one I'm least looking forward to, I don't, I'm not really sure what I would have looked forward to from Bethesda this year. This isn't, that's not me saying like, oh, you know, I hate them or whatever and that sort of thing. I just don't know from, from games they've got coming out. Um, I can't really think of too much that I was actually following. Like I'm going to try Doom, Doom Eternal at some point because it sounds really, really great. Doom Eternal is already out anyway. Uh, and then, you know, Wolfenstein, we don't know where that is. We know that Starfield and, um, 
Elder Scrolls 6 are out, but like nobody really knows anything about those games yet. So there are other upcoming stuff I don't really know. Anyway, I, I can't really think of any other games they've got sort of coming out other than updates like Elder Scrolls Online, which I don't even play. Um, so it's not going to be, in terms of that sort of thing, like my taste of what I was looking forward to for E3, they weren't really in my view anyway. So um, there's that, because it's more about, for me, like, okay, what's Microsoft and Sony going to show off for the next consoles and that and, and all that sort of thing and like what is i don't know what's the next assassin's creed going to be from ubisoft and is there ever going to be another splinter cell and and some other stuff like that so there we go uh speaking of um we didn't talk about that did we somehow i skipped over that on my own notes uh sam fisher of course um splinter cell himself is joining ghost recon wildlands which has been slammed because it's a bad video game uh and it's boring and all the rest of that uh they've added this like terminator kind of mission don't even try to ask me like how that works i i don't really know much about that game i played it for about an hour and i wasn't very impressed uh just like a lot of people weren't uh you know just because you got john john bernthal on your game you still have to make a good video game as well so um but uh he's being added to the game and everyone asks the usual questions of you know okay why are you doing this instead of making a um you know, actual Splinter Cell game. So, what do you think of what, what do you think of them adding a popular character to a game that nobody seems to be enjoying at the moment? Because that's like a live service game as well, I think. So, yeah, it's basically what it is: is your team gets missions to go in and hunt it. Um, past that, I mean, I could not care less about it. So, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it, it it does beg the question and get like you know we see it was it E3 last year they showed that like mobile game with that team based thing and uh, it had like Sam Fisher in there as like a playable character and then you add him to this it's it's very confusing so we'll see if there's ever another Splinter Cell game I've been predicting last couple of years it will be at E3 and it hasn't been and we don't know anything at the moment so because it's been I think seven years since the last game so. Uh, we shall see. Uh, but yes, that's all the news that uh, I've got. What do you want to talk about this week? Well, we finally got the uh, Games with Gold announced uh, yesterday. And it's kind of fitting that we're recording on April 1st because the games are kind of a joke. Uh, first up at the beginning of the month is uh, going to be Project Cars for the uh, Xbox One. And for the 360 is going to be Fable Anniversary, which is the uh, um, remake of the first Fable game. And the second half of the month, we've got Knights of Pen and Paper and Toy Box Turbos. Now, Knights of Pen and Paper, I do play occasionally because it is basically a uh, um, a RPG game. But it's like very tongue in cheek and nobody takes it really that seriously and... It's just a weird, weird choice to make free. Mm. Yeah. Uh, did you read all four? All yeah. Four of them? Yeah. Toy- the last one is uh, Toy Box Turbos. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a... What a weird selection for the month. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I don't really have any opinions on any of those games. I don't really recognize many of them apart from... Uh, the Fable game, which is obviously supposed to be the big kind of grabber here. But usually you have, like, two good games, one kind of hidden gem a little bit maybe, and then you have, like, one game that no one cares about. And this month you've kind of got one game that a lot of people know about, which is the Fable one, and then three just other games to me. So a uh, very weird month um, for me. What, what do you think of these selections? Yeah, I mean, super weird. I mean, I'm a racing game, and I wouldn't play Project Cars too. Um, and like I said, I already own Knights of Pen and Paper. I got it was like on um, some random deals, like four bucks, and it's not a bad game. I mean, you basically are the DM uh, for a D and D group, and then you add players. It's just it's kind of a grind, and not in the fun way because you have to add, you have to get coins to add players or add things. And really, the only way to get coins is to constantly battle, 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 or, you know, microtransactions, which is your favorite thing in the whole world. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, very weird month for uh, selections. I mean, you said uh, about the racing game there. I mean, if you're on Xbox and you're a racing fan, you're surely playing, not necessarily the newest Forza, but one of them, I assume, because that's like mm-hmm. a big flan- flagship uh, franchise, so... 
Because, I mean, like, you, you go over to PlayStation, you want a racing game. Are you going to play, like, an old Gran Turismo or something else? But, like, you want a racing game and you're on Xbox, you're quite likely going to go for one of the Forza games. I mean, even if you want to go back as far as... What did the Xbox One launch with? Was it Forza 5? I Forza believe Motorsport 5, 5, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, even, like, let's say, you, you know, you haven't got quite the, the budget for, like, one of the newer Forza games... You can probably play that at least. Um, I mean, there must have been one of them that was free in the past. So, yeah, you'll probably just go for that. I might be wrong. You know, I'm not a racing gamer myself. So, uh, but that's just uh, the way I'm looking at this. So, uh, but yeah, what are the PS Plus games for um, uh, April? Uh, PS Plus is doing a little better. They also have a racing game, a Dirt Rally 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Uncharted 4 A Thief's End is the other there free game. So, yeah. That one's that one I'm gonna rank a little bit higher than uh, the ones. So yeah, I, I would put that as probably the best out of all of these games. I, I think they've made the uh, Uncharted Collector one one to three uh, games free before as well. I'm not sure if they've done the same thing with Lost Legacy, but maybe they'll do that eventually because Lost Legacy is an, actually a newer game than uh, Uncharted Four. So because that's got Chloe and uh, Nadine as the leads for that. Um, yeah, you, you, you've said before, like, you're a bit kind of not necessarily hesitant to play Uncharted, but it hasn't kind of been uh, your thing in the past. Yeah, I'll play it at some point. I just never got around to it, so. Yeah. Did you download the uh, collection when it was available? Uh, no, I'm running out of space on my PS4, so I haven't downloaded it. Okay. No, no. The uh, when they made the collection free, like a few. Oh yeah, I mean, I I got it as part of the PS Plus, but I never downloaded it. Downloaded. Okay, it. but like you added it to your uh, library, yeah. Claimed it, if you will. Um, uh-huh. Cool. All right, so yeah, go and claim those if you want them. Uh, and uh, there you go. Uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh well, we got a little bit of an update for Gamescom, which is the game convention over in Germany. Uh, right now, it's scheduled uh, to be held from August 25th to August 29th. Uh, Gamescom put out an official statement that they are going to significantly expand the Gamescom opening night live digital event, as well as greatly expand the Gamescom Now online channel. They also plan to add new modules on top of the existing online formats. Uh, they have not made a decision yet as to whether actually to actually hold the conference or to... Uh, cancel the physical presence because of everything that's going on in the world, but they're already prepping to do a bunch of stuff online. Uh, the statement says that they will reassess the situation mid-May, uh, and then they'll make an official announcement then. So, Cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can't really do a physical event at the moment, because otherwise if you start opening up Gamescom, then you'd open up you know, local pubs. So... Uh, but yeah, it's a shame what's what's going on in the world at the moment and uh, how much disruption it's kind of causing to things. Um, I would suspect that they just do a online event of sort, event of sorts rather, uh, just like lots of other things are going to be doing. I mean, even outside of um, gaming events, you've had some of like the late night talk shows in America. They've done like uh, Skype, well, not necessarily Skype, but they've done like video stuff from home, and there, there's there's way around certain things like that. Obviously, certain things you can't. Uh, keep doing like if you've got scripted TV shows or whatever, um, then you can't go out and like film those or whatever. But certain things where you've got like someone someone hosting something, maybe you could probably do that from home uh, or just you know an uploaded thing to YouTube or Twitch. So that's probably what I'd expect them to do. So um, we shall see. But that's not until August, is it? End of August too. So, so they've got quite a ways. Yeah, you would hope that uh, even if things aren't completely back to normal, that they're at least mostly back to normal because that's still a long way away from now that's like yeah four months away isn't it so i think yeah about three and a half yeah yeah because that's the eighth month of the year we're in the the fourth of month of the year gosh we're already in april and i will be uh, 26 soon so um but uh yeah that's that's just what i kind of expect them to do and yeah you'd hope that because that will be like what mid late summer ish august depending on who you ask mm-hmm. in certain places, uh, you'd hope that this thing would have at least cleared up significantly by then, but nobody really has that answer at the moment. We just have to wait and see. So, um, anything you're expecting out of Gamescom? I'm not really sure what to expect at the moment. I think it, I think we need to see E3 first. Well, with so much being delayed, they might not have anything. Yeah, yeah, because game uh, development is kind of delayed or slowed down because people working from from home and stuff. So, I mean, let's say, because we're supposed to have, what, Cyberpunk in 
September maybe we'd get something for that then because that would be like the month before maybe I'm just kind of trying to think of what uh, is coming out around that time but um, we will know more in about four months time so but like I said we've got E3 first in and, and that's not even for a couple of months itself so uh, all in due to all in uh, good time as they say uh, what else do you want to talk about today well, what is officially canceled is this year's QuakeCon, uh, QuakeCon 25, uh, which is also in August, has been canceled by Bethesda. Uh, in a statement released, they said, quote, while we don't know what the state of the uh, virus will be in August, we do know it will not be possible to complete the work in planning with partners, vendors, volunteers, and others that is required to make uh, QuakeCon a success. So put another one in the uh, dead pile. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, we don't like talking about these things, obviously. We want events to go ahead, but this, this is gaming-related, so we are going to obviously talk about when different events are cancelled or moves or whatever. But, uh, yeah, basically, until further notice, nothing is, is going ahead or really kind of happening. Um, but, yeah, it seems like... Because uh, that's a Bethesda thing, isn't it? The Quake mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah, they're kind of like, okay, we're not doing nothing this year, <laughs> basically. Because uh, it, it, it sort of seems like... Uh, you know, hey, Doom Eternal's out. You know, we're not E3. We're not doing QuakeCon. We'll see you later, kind of thing. Uh, I mean, part of me hopes that, like, okay, they're they're still you know working as hard as they can at the moment on uh, making sure Elder Scrolls Six and Starfield are good because you know it, you can't keep making bad games for too long because less people will buy them because you'll make a worse name for yourself, I suppose. Do you know Do you know what I kind of mean by that? Like, if you mm-hmm. just keep making bad games, then why would people just keep kind of coming back? So we shall see. But uh, yeah, like you said, another one to unfortunately add to the pile there. Um, when did that was supposed to be in August, you said as well? Uh-huh. Cool. Uh, so we'll see if anything changes with that. But obviously this is uh, yeah, a bit more of a different thing than that. So speaking of um, conventions as well, the Excel Center, which is uh, here in London, that's actually where I went to uh, Walker Stalker Con last year which uh that that was cancelled before all this stuff because that was cancelled for different reasons um but uh, that's being turned into some sort of like medical facility of some kind so uh but what else do you want to talk about today well unfortunately we still have to stay in the the virus thing uh, mm. in a statement to bloomberg on march 27th uh sony said that it has uh, no plan that the uh, it does not have any major effects on the upcoming launch of the PS5, which is still slated for this holiday season. Uh, I'm going to have to prex- press uh, X down on that one, man. Uh, we still don't know what the thing looks like. We still, I mean, we've gotten the hardware specs, but oh, that's yeah. hardware specs. Yeah. Um, have no idea what the thing looks like or what's going on or anything like that. And they said holiday 2020, but they could technically put it out... Um, December 31st and call that you know holiday 2020 yeah I guess you could um yeah I mean this is a topic that a lot of people are talking about like okay the because a lot of these things are manufactured manufactured rather uh in China and obviously that's one of the worst countries for this thing at the moment um and obviously where it basically started didn't it so mm-hmm. um yeah it kind of makes sense that like okay Echoing, uh, I don't mean to keep echoing what Colin, Colin kind of said on on Sacred Symbols, but he does make some good points, and I want to kind of bounce off of some of those. Not steal them. I'm giving him credit. I'm not making it as if I said this myself. I'm obviously telling you that he said it, and obviously you can listen to Sacred Symbols and all that sort of thing. Um, that like, uh, what was it? Even if like, okay, they do manage to get these things manufactured with how this is affecting the economy, and obviously just like people and that, and people being out of work and not having the money. If you get to, let's say, November, December, depending on when exactly this thing would come out, would people even have, like, because people are going to be, you know, getting themselves back together and getting back into their work and earning themselves money again, um, would they even, like, have the money to, like, buy a console sort of thing when you've got, you know, you've got to feed yourself and um, pay for your house and all that sort of thing? Uh, which is which is a really good point, I think, and uh, it, it's probably. I mean, we don't know yet. You know, we we are only in April, and we don't know what's going to happen in the next cu- couple of months. But uh, I think you know, worst case scenario, you do, or or even just like middle case scenario, or whatever. You don't. It's not like we don't need the Xbox Series X or need the PlayStation Five yet. So if you delay them a few months, and you know, you still get the games like you know Cyberpunk and this year's FIFA and Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed or whatever's going to come out in the holiday we don't know yet of course um, 
yeah, you you know, still just make those games come out on the Xbox One X and PS5 and PS uh, sorry PS4 and PS4 Pro and that, and people can still play those. You know, again, it depends on the development of those games, but I'm just saying around that same time, there's going to be hopefully other games coming out in the autumn or fall, as you guys like to call it. Uh, so people are probably going to be playing them anyway, or people or games from their backlog or doing other things. So even if you don't manage to get this thing, these consoles developed in that sort of time. I don't know that it's like going to be needed at that point. Like we could wait until some point next year for these. I think that's going to be perfectly fine. Plus that also, if that is the scenario, it does does also give Sony and Microsoft and different companies more time to develop these consoles and and, and that sort of thing. And obviously with with games that are coming out, uh, it will give um, developers more time to just make some of those launch titles. So. Um, any other thoughts on that? Uh, no, but uh, you're not... Well, you probably were around, but you weren't old enough to remember when the PS2 launched. Sony had massive, I mean, massive supply issues with that. And I just don't think they want to go through that again. So I think they'll just say it's, uh, you know, we can't uh, manufacture enough to meet demand, and so we're just going to push it back. I fully expect to see that Yeah. yeah. in the near future. Yeah, so... We shall see what happens. Um, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, I've got a two-parter here for you. The first one, okay. uh, we talked a little bit about this um, before we started recording, so I know you know the answer. But for the people in the audience, think of that they've ever heard the app House Party before. Uh, House Party is a, a social media app. It offers group calling, group quizzes, group games. It was actually launched in 2016. I've never heard of this thing. Um, but it was acquired in 2019 by Epic Games. And a couple of months ago, there's been uh, a lot of reports from the users saying that their accounts have been hacked and that they've been uh, have had other account, had other uh, functions uh, compromised. Mm-hmm. More specifically, PayPal accounts, Netflix accounts, and Spotify accounts, and online banking accounts were all compromised, which is terrifying in its own right. Um and so they're all blaming House Party because of the massive amounts of use that's um, going on with them. And uh, Netflix and Spotify are the top services targeted because a lot of people use the same password, so they figure if they can get in on that password, they can get in on other passwords as well. Now, in response to that, Epic did their own internal investigation, uh, at least so they claim. I have no reason or ability to verify or unverify that. And they said that uh, there was no compromise on their end, but they also made an interesting statement from the House Party official Twitter account. It says, quote, we are investigating indications that the recent hacking rumors were spread by a paid commercial smear campaign to harm House Party. We are offering $1 million bounty for the first individual to provide proof of such a campaign. And then they list an email address, which... Okay, that's kind of a baller move, i got to admit. Um, saying that not only is this not us, we'll give you a giant pile of money to prove that it's not us. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this isn't something I have a massive kind of knowledge in necessarily or whatever, but um, yeah, I mean, you've got to be careful with accounts and what you do and, and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, Epic's been known a little bit for similar kind of things i'm not going to go flat out and accusing them of certain things because i don't want to say the wrong thing or accuse them of the wrong thing or whatever but um yeah they've had they've had certainly some issues in the past with similar things hopefully get sorted out hopefully no one has any trouble that's too bad with this um but uh yeah i mean like, like we said before this isn't something i'd particularly heard of i had heard of the uh tiktok app which is the, the other one that you kind of um compared it to in a way obviously that's a bit more of a regular thing these days people using it to make little videos obviously because they're in quarantine and things like that but uh yeah um that's pretty much all i can kind of say about this i don't know if you have anything kind of to add well in regards to the bounty it's easy for them to put that out there because it's never going to get claimed in order to prove definitively that this was a paid smear campaign they'd have to have some kind of documentation authorizing something like that and in order to get that, you would either have to work at the company that did it and leak it, which is probably going to violate a confidentiality clause, mm. or you have to steal it from the company, which is also illegal. So yeah. 
you know, it's kind of a catch-22 there. Yep. So, uh, but like we said, hopefully everyone comes out of it okay, and uh, we'll see what happens with it. So, uh, was that the last thing you said you had to talk about? Yeah, that's the last part I had. Cool. Um, all right, let's move into some emails. We've already gone um, with one of them, which is the Martin's email, so we will leave that one out because we've well already answered it. Uh, but if you have any thoughts, feelings, questions, or whatever, or you'd like to tell us what you're playing at the moment, what you think of what you're playing, hopefully you enjoy what you're playing at the moment. Otherwise, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, let us know all your thoughts, feelings, questions on news at the moment, or things that are happening in gaming, or just to get in contact with Entertainment Talk, which is also fine as well. Uh, you can do that by sending emails to MatthewAndEntertainmentTalk.org. There's also Twitter, eTalkUK. Um, there is a contact page and information in your show notes. Jason uh, says, with Matt's dislike for Mario, <laughs> uh, will you be trying the remasters out? We've already talked about this a little bit, but uh, I don't recall Matt playing too much on his Switch lately. That is one thing I didn't talk about, which is, because uh, obviously I mentioned I was playing Luigi's Mansion 3, I have dropped the game, because there's a particular section that I got into that I just couldn't get past, and it just started to annoy me more and more, um, and for those of you that have played it, it's to do with a cat. Uh, that might sound a little bit silly, a little bit stupid, but if you've played the game, you'll know what I'm referencing, and... Uh, I could not find that particular cat, and it just annoyed me too much, and it drove me away from the game, basically. Uh, which is a bit of a shame, I'd, I'd got like 9 out of the 12 levels, but I just didn't want to spend more time with it, because I just got kind of annoyed with it. Um, but, and I also still was having the same issues about like the, the way that uh, Luigi was aiming in the game and things like that, but uh, you know, I just kind of have moved on. But uh, maybe I'll go back to it one day. I haven't like completely dropped out of it. But uh, I'm just not in the mood for it at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'll be trying the remasters out. I've heard good things about... Well, I remember some of uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Of course, I'm a bit older now. Or uh, quite a lot older now than what I was then. So I'll be playing it properly. Uh, Super Mario 64, I've heard good things about. Um, and uh, we'll see what that is like. Um, so... Yeah, we shall see. But we don't know when these are coming out. So I don't know when I'm going to be able to try them. Um, what's the next one? Yes, we read the Martin email, but Bethesda Hannah says, I'm playing through Bloodborne at the moment and just can't get a handle on it. Any suggestions? Um, I would kind of say, uh, you're asking the wrong person in a way. Uh, I'm not, I don't mean that in any sort of offensive kind of way. I just mean we don't, I mean, I don't know what you're kind of like with the Soulsborne kind of games, but for me, I've tried out most of them. Uh, I've tried out Neo as well. I've tried out. Uh, Bloodborne, I've tried out Dark Souls 1 and 3 or something like that. I uh, just didn't really click with them. Uh, I actually think Neo's a, a lot more approachable than those sorts of games. I actually played a fair chunk of uh, Neo. I think that Sekiro is also a really good game as well. Um, yeah, what is your history with the Soulsborne games? Never played any of them for a second, so I really couldn't answer that. Okay. Um, but yeah, one of my recommendations, uh, Brian Altano from IGN loves Bloodborne, and uh, I'm sure he could help you out. So uh, it's uh, yeah, search for Brian Altano on Twitter, and uh, I'm sure he may be able to help you out. I can't guarantee that, of course, but uh, uh, it may just be better for you to ask him, perhaps, because he's got. I think he's played. I think he's beat the game like four times or something. I can't remember, but uh, he's uh, he, he knows that game back to front. So. I recommend asking him instead, but we appreciate you asking us the question. And lastly, Harrison says, with Sony kind of dropping the ball last week, um, what do you see there as their next move? Maybe just wait until E3? Question mark. Um, well, they're not. Go- I, I, I'm not, I don't mean this in terms of okay, they're not going to E3 because obviously we know that they're not. But uh, maybe, maybe they do still do some sort of talk around E3. There's nothing stopping them still doing a state of play. But. Um, yeah, what do you see as Sony's next actual move? Not necessarily when they'll talk next, but what they'll even say next, I suppose. Uh, what do you think they might do? Uh, it's hard telling, really. I mean, their uh, announcement for the PS5 specs, like I said on last week's podcast, was an absolute snooze fest. And I'm a tech guy. I'm a stats guy. <laughs> and I made it about halfway through before I just like, nope, <laughs> click. I'll just read the... the uh, wrap up right that's what i did so thing yeah so honestly they they gotta do something interesting i mean they've got tons of exclusives that are coming out within the next year they really needed gameplay during that could you imagine if there was like a ps5 level gameplay of sekiro 
uh, during that conference, everybody would have lost their shit. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they have said about... I can't remember exactly what they said because they mixed up their own messaging about um, PS4 backwards compatibility. Um, yeah, it, it would have been useful if they... if they, Even if they can't talk about, I don't know, Horizon 2 or whatever they're doing next... Um, at least like show okay assuming some of your exclusives on on ps4 available on ps5 show us like what that looks like yeah on uh you know with the better loading times that you've talked about and that sort of stuff but um i think they yeah they they gotta show a game next i think uh because you've done you've you've done it to death in terms of like okay what this thing can do and all that sort of stuff you did it for 52 minutes which is um this podcast is like one minute longer than that at the moment so you take that into into kind of account um you don't you really don't need to come out with any more tech talk i think the next time you come out it's got to be some some form of okay showing us a game or the console or even just even if it's just hey here's the in-depth features of the controller and we're going to show you that would at least be showing yeah either a game coming up a game backwards compatibility um working on the ps5 show the ps5 itself again if you've even decided what it looks like because like again i'm going to stick to my opinion from last week i don't think that they've decided that might be wrong it might be right i don't know i don't work for sony um and uh or or even just show like yeah the, the controller in some way shape or form i think is what you need to do next because uh, to be honest like in terms of tech talk what else could they even say at this point you just did a massive presentation on that and you also did the um wired articles like some point last year so yeah you you got to show something a little bit more different and interesting off next time so we shall see uh but wait until we three uh i mean i mean i'll probably i don't know would they do uh, could you imagine a scenario perhaps where like okay here's a playstation 5 state of play and here's the like okay some trailer for horizon 2 or whatever would they just do that as a state of play do you think mm, possible yeah, yeah. Because, um, I mean, you've got to show it off. It's going to be shown off online in some way. So, if you're not going to E3, and obviously no one's going to be on a stage anytime soon, um, then uh, I guess you've got to show that maybe YouTube, State of Play, or Twitch, or something like that. So, we shall see. Uh, but that's what we've got for you for this episode of Random Gaming Talk. Like I said, if you have any thoughts, feelings, questions on video games, or ent- anything entertainment talk related, uh, don't feel uh, feel free Sorry to uh, get in contact. Um and uh, we shall go from there. So we will probably still get more coronavirus news in terms of game stuff happening. We will still talk about that stuff because um, it's related to this podcast that we're doing. So we'll just have to continue being patient, be safe, and all that sort of stuff. So there you go. Uh, any last words you want to kind of add? No, and I just want to say I am getting super tired of talking about this, but until the world stops going insane mm-hmm. with it, it's yeah. going to keep happening. Yeah, yeah, we're all we're all a bit sort of sick and tired of it and stuff. And like I said, we'll only talk we'll only talk on this podcast at least about that stuff is if it's related to you know QuakeCon or you know an, an event gaming related. So we'll just have to wait and see. But in the meantime, you can find everything that we've got on EntertainmentTalk.org. Uh, check out the new reviews. Let me know what you think of the skip or don't skip uh, format. What do you think of that, by the way? I think it's a good idea because yeah. I've always hated numbers. In mm-hmm. terms of a game score, but uh, yeah, skip or no skip, if it's right up there with you know rent, uh, buy or wait. Yeah, I've, pass. I've seen that. Uh, I can't remember which YouTube channel I saw that from, but it was like, yeah, do you, should you like rent, buy or keep this particular yeah. kind of game? So a lot of them do that. The one I know is uh, Carrick from AGC or ACG. I, I get a little dyslexic every now and then, so it's one of those two. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, it's fundamentally the same review. It's just adding a little feature as to, okay, should you skip this or, or not and why? So let me know what you all think. Um, but there we go. You can, of course, support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk. We are on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers for review options and ad-free podcast options. If you are still buying stuff on Amazon, which David was today because he got a... Um, I took... I edited it out of the podcast, but during the uh, Westworld recording, he had someone knock at his door for a very uh, Amazon parcel. But uh, yeah, if you are still buying stuff on Amazon and whatnot, um, you can, of course, use our affiliate link. We can get some more credit of what you spend. It won't cost you extra. Uh, iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those. Search for Entertainment Talk on iTunes feed, uh, the iTunes feeds or podcast platforms and subscribe to the relevant feeds or just uh, uh, subscribe to the main feed and you'll get sent all the episodes anyway. Um, 
word of mouth, please tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feed. That will help us out as well. Um, what else is there? Social media, of course. Please share them on Facebook and Twitter. And if you can, put them in different Facebook groups. And lastly, for streaming and things like that, uh, you can watch me, Bex, and David on Twitch. And you can also watch uh, Robert on Mixer as well. And uh, look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thank you all very much for listening. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy your games and your TV and your films and all that sort of stuff. We have loads of podcasts you can listen to. So consider that as well. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.